Welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today is Monday, March 8th. Our theme today will be the All-Star Game wrap-up. But it is Monday. All-Star Game was on Sunday. Okay, another Manic Monday. Sunday was our fun day. Did you watch the All-Star Game yesterday? Turns out they put three big events into one. The All-Star Game, the Skills Competition, and the Slam Dunk Competition. I thought it was very enjoyable. We're going to talk about it. I got a couple good um, sub-stories we're going to uh, kind of go on to, too, go over as well. Um, first, let's say welcome to the women and congratulations because today is International Women's Day. You've made a far stride in the workplace, so good for you. But first, it's Paul on Talk Radio. Okay, thank you. I thought I'd start with some women music there. The Bengals to commemorate International Women's Day. As I said, it's gone. Women's Day has now gone international, so there's a global effect. Um, good for women. They've made leaps and strides or bounds in the workplace, and we're glad to have them there. We're glad to see everything that they can do and contribute to everybody at the workplace. Okay, now... Before we get into the All-Star Game, have you been to the website? And I'm going to say that most of you have, and uh, hopefully if we get some new viewerships here, um, when you get a chance, hit the website, sportscomedyshow.net. And the reason I say uh, I think most of you have is because I've been putting new content out. There is an NBA page, and um, I saw that my uh, traffic uh, went way up on the website, so I appreciate that. Um, and again, if you haven't, sportscomedyshow.net forward slash NBA, or if you just go to the homepage, you can see the NBA 2021 season page there. Um, I put some pre-All-Star Game stuff up there, and I'm going to put some post-All-Star Game up there uh, either uh, later on today. So uh, right now, it is all about the NBA season, so... Basketball fans, uh, you know, spread the word. And that page I will be updating regularly throughout the season. Um, and it's just kind of fun. You know, I, I try to put enjoyable stuff out there. Um, so it's not just stats or statistics. It, it, it's sports comedy. That's what we do here at the Sports Comedy Show. All right. Another uh, milestone. We hit a milestone here at the Sports Comedy Show. And that is, um, I was informed by the Buzzsprout. We are on the Buzzsprout network that we've uh, reached a thousand downloads for the show which means we've had at least a thousand people out there give the show a shot i want to thank you i want to thank everybody more importantly i want to thank myself but i want to thank you guys for listening and jumping in and uh, spread the word um you know that's uh, that's kind of a cool thing and uh, we're going to keep going we're going to go forward with all this and uh, uh it was just nice to hear from the bus crowd and uh, give me a little update on that so Okay, let's get into the All-Star Game. Did everybody watch it yesterday? 
Um, as I mentioned, there was three contests all in one, so we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, what did they do? The three point con um, test, which I thought was probably the most exciting thing of the day. The skills contest, which I thought was a joke. Um, and then they did the uh, slam dunk contest, which, quite frankly, was boring. So, and now they did that. I guess we'll start with the slam dunk contest because they did that at halftime. Only had three players this year, three young players, which I thought was a little shocking to only have three people in the slam dunk contest. I thought they usually had more. Um, so the three people this year were Fernie Simmons, Cassius Stanley, who uh, somebody, I think Kenny Anderson called him Cassius Clay, and so was I. And um, your last big boy was Obi to uh, Tobin, who we call Obi One Kenobi. Um, so Cassius went down in the first round, and he got down to the second round with Obi One Kenobi and um, the young Afernie uh, Simmons. Afernie Simmons wins the slam dunk contest. I really wish it was exciting, but to me, it really wasn't. And there. You know, the Fernie did do one unique slam dunk. He put the ball on a little mini rim about, ele or about 11 or 12 feet up, picked up the ball, jumped up, caught the ball, then slammed it. I thought that was the best slam dunk for the day. And uh, it sounded something like this. It was the monster dunk. It was a headache for somebody. I thought it was probably the best dunk uh, of the contest. Um, <clears throat> the reason why I say it's boring was they really didn't have too many um, unique um, slam dunks. And I think we're at the point where most everything's been done. So it would really take some creativity to come up with something new. That was about the newest of them was that one there. Simmons wins it. Good for him. We're, we're going to move on. Um, the next one we're going to talk about was the skills contest. Now, this I still don't understand. You know, you think skills contest, so they're going to display some skills. And, uh, you know, so you start thinking of, of the people in the skills contest. You had some of the best ball handlers and some of the best skill players in the world. People like Chris Paul, you know, Julius Randle from the Knicks wanted to make his uh, statement. Uh, Sabonis was out there. Um, Donick, so you think these guys are going to be running cross-court, dribbling everywhere, putting the ball through hoops left and right, maybe doing some uh, fancy passing and footwork? No, no, that's not the skills. That's not the skills contest. Apparently, you got to dribble the ball through a couple, I guess they call them slaloms. There was really no slalom to it. Dri dribble the ball up, shoot a three. Or no, no, first you shoot it, you got to pass it through a tire. That was about the biggest part of the skill contest. And then bring the ball back and shoot a three. And whoever did it first was the winner. This was more like a gladiator contest. <laughs> it wasn't no real display of skills, but it's a, it's all show. And it's a showboat scenario. So your winner was Sabonis. Everybody was thinking Chris Paul. It, he went down in the first round. It really all got, that, got down to is if you could put the ball through that tire and then hit your three. So that, it was exciting and fun. They're just having fun. There was no real 
um, uh, you know, no real cause here in this one to do any good. Um, so, uh, wasn't too excited with the skills contest. But the one that was exciting and incredible was the three-point con um, contest. And to, quite, to be quite frank, I think that was probably the most excitingest part of the day was the three-point contest. So, they had some big names in there. The biggest was Steph Curry. Um, also, they had um, um, Brown and, and Tatum. You know, Tatum from the Celtics were in there. And Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz. You guys hear me talk about the Jazz. They were in there. I was rooting for Mitchell. Turns out Mitchell went down in the first round. Um, but Mike Conley was in the final round with Steph Curry. And, um, you know, the way they do it now is there's a three balls. There's the one-point ball. Then there's the ABA colored ball for two points, which has been common. But this year they had a three-point ball, the Mountain Dew ball, since it was being sponsored by Mountain Dew. So they spewed dew all over the court. It sounded pretty good, huh? They spewed the dew. I don't know if they've done this in previous years or not because um, I just don't know. But they had a three-point ball, and that three-point ball came into play on the final round because Steph Curry nailed both the three-point balls and uh, was able to take down... Um, he beat Conley by one point on the final shot. If he misses his final shot, Conley wins it. But no, our big name, Steph Curry, wins it. I thought it was his first, but I, I guess I was ill-informed or misinformed, however you want to put it. Um, it was his second three-point com uh, competition winner. So excited for Steph. Now that I know that he won once before, I thought it was his first. Um, I would have liked to see Conley win it. Um, but that's the way it goes. Steph Curry wins that. That was the most exciting part of the day, was the three-point contest. That's pretty cut and dry. You know, it's not done by judges or creativity or some silly slalom courts. It's just done by skill. And that's just uh, the dynamics of uh, the three-point con um, contest. So Steph takes it home. Good for him. And uh, that, uh, that, to me, took the cake. But then we have the All-Star game. So we've got a couple, I've got a couple stories here. Um, for those who aren't aware or didn't watch it, um, it, it was broken down into two teams. And we, I talked about it in the pregame um, last Friday. Most people were aware it was either Team LeBron or Team Durant. My first question is, where the hell was Kevin Durant? Yeah, we, I, I know Kevin. I, Kevin, I understand. Your foot hurts or you got an injury. So put on a suit and get on the sideline and put a smile on your face and cheer your fellow team on. You know, give the fans a little respect for the fact that they voted you a captain. They played the popularity game and decided that you're so popular that you're going to be a captain. And you're going to respond by a no-show? Are you kidding me, Kevin Durant? Are you that pathetic, Kevin Durant? You can't sit on the sideline and be happy because you got an injury? You can't make the game? That was a disgrace. Can you feel the anger? I don't understand why Kevin Durant couldn't be there, but he couldn't. And so, quite frankly, his team lost. Um, sadly, I was rooting for his team. Um, but I, I don't understand that one. I, I just think uh, Kevin um, really blew that one in a big way. And nor did they give him a reason. You know, I didn't even Google or look to see if he had a legitimate excuse. Uh, they just, you know, went on without him. So he had Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers was there on the sideline coaching the team. And 
you know, they they, they, they chimed in on Doc in the in the um, in the locker room before they came out because he had that. You know, Doc Rivers always has a good speech. He was like, "All right, team, it's the All Star Game. I want y'all to go out there and give it a good shot. I want to thank you for coming. I want to thank myself because I am Doc Rivers. Now get out there and have some fun." Really? That was, uh, okay. I can see there's going to be a lot of science to this game. And it showed. <laughs> it's the all-star game. There was no defense. There was no Kevin Durant. I don't know why he couldn't show up. Um, there, uh, there, It was really nothing but a bunch of three-pointers and a bunch of alley-oops and, uh, and a slam jamma. That was your all-star game. Um, here's another story before we get into the actual game here. Here's the story. How would you like to be Joel Embiid or um, Ben Simmons? Both these guys, young players. Joel Embiid, by far the best player in basketball this, this year. Excited. Going to go to the All-Star game. Simmons, excited. Going to go to the All-Star game. So let's go see our Philadelphia 76er barber. You know, get a free haircut. Get, you know, because they, they like to make a fashion statement. I don't know, raise up the... The um, sideburns or, or stick the hair straight up nowadays and call it an afro. And, but at any rate, the point I'm getting at, they go get their hair cut the day before the game. And then on game day, as they get rid they're down in Atlanta, ready to rock and roll with everybody else, they get a phone call. Bing! Hey, bad news, boys. Uh, apparently, the barber has COVID. And because of the contract tracing rules, you two have been exposed you're going to have to turn around and come home right now. So, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, was not able to play in the game. And they even tested negative. They're like, we ain't got no virus. What are you talking about? We're good. Well, you've been exposed. And because you've been exposed, you're done. Finished. So, that changed the whole complex of, of Team Durant. Because Joel Embiid uh, was going to be the starter on Team Durant. So, it didn't happen that way. Just a big bummer. Uh, for those guys, and they really kept that story on the down low. Really, I'm the only one that's kind of making a big noise about it because it, it, it just had to simply be, and it, it was really a bummer. I'm not saying that they should have let them play. Um, I understand, you know, the roles and and what the you know the roles and everything going on with COVID, and I'm not one of those people who say, oh, it's not real, or they shouldn't do that. It, it was just a big bummer. That uh, two young stars, um, especially the one who's doing the best this year, cannot play. You know, he, he wants to be there and have fun, unlike Durant, because, oh, I'm injured. I better stay home. Um, couldn't make it. Um, Joel Embiid and Simmons, who were there, were, were not able to play. Had to come home. So that was kind of a bummer. Now, let's get to the game. As I said, it was uh, it, it was. I mean, it's fun to see all the stars out there, you know. And LeBron, now if you recall in my last show, I said he's only going to play a couple minutes. He didn't even play in the second half. He played half of the first half, so he played about a quarter, which is a quarter more than I thought he would have played. But he's there. He's having fun. It's his group of people, and and, and I'm all down with that, and I'm glad for him. And uh, he was there with his team. Um, so they give the MVP to Guyanas, Guyanas Anatumbo, he was an amazing, I believe, 16 shots before he missed one. Now, here's the real story. Because it was an all-star game, there was no defense. 16 times they passed to him right under the rim, and he slam-dunked it. 
or 16 times they threw up an alley-oop and he was right there and he slam dunked it. <laughs> he did finally make, a, he took a three-pointer and everybody was like, like, no, don't do that because you're going to make, you're going to break your streak, you're not going to make a shot. And he shot it so bad, he banked it right off the glass and into the hole. So it was Guyana's night. He got the MVP. Um, I lost track at 35 or 40 points, and I don't have the stats here and because it's an all-star game. Well, you know, it is. A, we can look at the stats. We should. Um, he ended up with 35 points, um, uh, Guy Anderson, and he, take, he was the leading scorer, so he takes down your MVP. The other one who was popping was Steph. You know, he after winning the three-point competition, he took it right to the game, and he started hitting 40 and 45-footers. He came up with 28 points. Um, again, there was no defense, so it was just a fun run-and-gun game. And um, on the other side of the ball, the one who was uh, putting up his points was uh, Bradley Beal. He, you know, he just goes straight to the hole, and seeing how there was no competition, he did many layups and uh, just to try to keep Team Durant in there. I thought it would have been a better performance by Team Durant. It, it really wasn't, and maybe because their leader wasn't there. Um, James Harden came off the bench and popped a couple threes. He had 21 points. But um, the West, or Team LeBron, was too dominating. Um, you know, even LeBron, he passed. He wasn't there to score or win an MVP. He was just there to guide his team on, which is a good leader. You know, he, he stepped up into the leader role and did it. Um, Jalen Brown came off his bench and scored 22 points. And the one who actually who popped with Steph Curry um, big time and came off of LeBron's bench, and this is why they won the game, to be honest, was Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard ended up with 32 points. And, and he was, you know, him and Steph were having a contest. I can shoot the ball further away than you can. And so you'd see Steph hit a 40. Then you'd see Damian Lillard. 42. Then you'd see Steph go back to about 44 or 45 feet, and he'd hit. Then you'd see Damian Lillard go back to about 46 or 47 feet, and he'd hit. These guys just went back and forth by popping threes, and uh, that really was the difference. It, again, it's a fun showboat game, so nobody cared. They raised a whole bunch of money for charity. Good for them. That's what it was all about. Um, big shout out to one Lady Knights or Gladys Knights in the Pip. You know, do you remember old Gladys Knights? Because she used to sing. Yes, Gladys Knight in the Pips. Their big hit was Midnight Train to Georgia. She did a hell of a job. You know, for 76 years old, she came out and belted out the national anthem. Incredible show by Gladys. Let's hear it for a little soul, little soul train, little Motown. So she brought it to the show. Seeing how the show was in Atlanta, Georgia, we might as well have Patty come because she was on the midnight train to Atlanta or to Georgia, as the song goes. Nineteen seventy-four, when that song came out, was any of us around in seventy-four? Laddie was around. So she came out, belted out the national anthem at 76 years old. Good for her. Good for the city of Atlanta. Fun day of all-star basketball. 
Okay, guys, I, I think I've kind of covered the whole uh, shabu shebang there. Um, I, I, I'm going to leave it at that. Now, before I go, before I call it a day, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. And if you have any comments or want to add to the All-Star Gate uh, commentary list, send me an email at the sports comedy show at gmail.com. Or if you uh, have any other topic, who knows? I mean, you may uh, end up on uh, talk radio and we can talk about uh, what you got on your mind. I am Paul Salerno. This has been the uh, talk radio, the post uh, All-Star Game wrap-up. Have a good day and we'll uh, see you next time.